Welcome to the Dogsthorpe Infant School, part of Hampton Academy's Trust. Stand by for action. This podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog. Welcome back to Eddie's Launchpads, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for parents, teachers and schools. Dogsthorpe Infant School works very hard to teach its pupils about the importance of diversity and inclusivity. We teach our Dogsthorpe stars to recognise that everyone is as unique as the fingerprints they carry and to be very caring and sensitive to all identities, beliefs cultures and traditions beyond their own, all of the time empowering each of the children to be proud of who they are and the families that they are a part of. Now, Eddie has invited Cat from Sandy Stories onto his launchpad today to tell us all about their aims and ambitions and what they offer early years schools and what they hope to achieve in the future. Welcome to the show, Cat. Thank you so much for having me. Now, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the books that you offer our schools? So my name is Kat Walker and I set up this project called Sandy Stories in memory of my dad, who was Sandy Walker. And I set it up to ensure that all children have access to stories that, that represent them and their world, as well as promoting equity, uh, diversity and inclusion. Um, I actually work as an early years practitioner in a local authority nursery in Scotland. So all my experience and, and training has made me very aware of the importance of children being able to relate and connect to stories um, and by being able to see themselves and their world represented in what they're reading. Um, I feel that books have this, this magical power to allow children the opportunity to, to see their potential, um, as well as opening up discussions about, about any topic. Um, however, children with disabilities um, from non-traditional families and from minoritized ethnic groups are particularly underrepresented in books in early years. Um, I believe that in order to promote equity, diversity and inclusion in communities and in our wider society, we really need to embed it in early years. Um, so with Sandy Stories, I have compiled three packs of books with the theme Celebrating Cultures, um, Understanding Disability and LGBTQ families to support early year settings across the UK and to ensure that every child has access to stories that they can see themselves in. With, with all the packs, I've, I've tried to um, compile as diverse a selection of books aimed at three to five-year-olds as I, as I possibly can. Um, and I've also tried to source authors with, with lived experience or who seek the input of people with lived experience to ensure that children are getting an authentic representation of the world. Um, each pack contains eight books. Um, and our first pack is the LGBTQ Families Pack. Now, now this book 
CAC is actually very important to me. Um, was really the initial starting point for Sandy Stories. Um, my dad was gay, um, and when I was growing up, there was there was no representation of LGBTQ families at all in children's books, and and only very few LGBTQ characters on TV. But even with that, it wasn't really until I was in my teens, and and at that point, a lot of the characters were quite stereotyped. Um, and then thinking about when my dad was growing up. There, there certainly was no representation in children's books to support him with understanding and accepting himself. We're very lucky now that there are fantastic authors out there ensuring that children do have access to books containing LGBTQ families, but traditional families, um, for, for lack of a better term, are still very much the majority in children's books. And, and so I think it's important for these books to be available in earlier settings and schools um, to ensure that every child who needs to see themselves and, and their families represented or to empower them to accept themselves has access to these resources. Um, the LGBTQ Families Pack has the fantastic book The Pirate Mums, um, written by Jodie Lancet Grant about two mums who are a little bit different um, but very special and Bathe the Cat by Alice B McGinty which is a hilarious take on a family with two dads trying to get the chores done before granny comes to visit um, but the list of jobs just keeps getting muddled up a little bit. Um, then we have The Girl with Two Dads by Mel Elliott, which is about a girl called Pearl who makes a new friend at school and notices that this new friend has, has two dads, um, which she thinks will mean her friend's life must be very different to her own. However, Pearl soon realises that having two dads is, is just the same as having a mum and dad. And then Who's Your Real Mum by Bernadette Green and Anna Zobel, which is a, a beautiful exploration of, of what being a mum really is. Um, and The Great Big Book of Families by Mary Hoffman and Roz Asquith, which looks at, at all the different kinds of families that there can be. Um, Sarah S. Brennan's book, Uncle Bobby's Wedding, um, which is a great resource for any child attending a family wedding and, and maybe a bit worried that their relationship with that family member might change because um, they're getting married. And then the, the absolutely beautiful Julian is a Mermaid by, by Jessica Love is, is a truly wonderful book of quite few words, um, but fantastic illustrations that are also by Jessica Love um, of a boy who, who loves mermaids and is supported wonderfully by his nana in exploring being a mermaid. Um, and finally, Entangle Makes Three by Justin Richardson and Peter Parnell is the beautiful true story of two male penguins in New York Central Park Zoo who paired together during mating season and after observing them taking turns sitting on a rock as they thought it was an egg um, the zookeeper was able to bring them an extra egg to hatch and, and raise on their own. Um, so once, once I had the idea of ensuring that LGBTQ families were represented in early years I, I began to think about other groups of people that aren't represented um, and it became very obvious to me that, that most books in early years feature either animals or, or white characters. Um, now, I'm sure like many of us, I was very shocked and appalled by the horrific deaths of George Floyd and mm -hmm. Breonna Taylor in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I, I used my, my outrage and 
and, and quite honestly, my naivety really as an opportunity to read books such as Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by Rennie Edo Lodge um, to educate myself um, and really started to reflect on what I could do to be anti-racist. Um, and reading that book certainly impacted on my parenting. I have a three-year-old and a nine-year-old and I started to make more, more conscious choices um, to ensure that my children had, had dolls and books that were more multicultural. And my eldest and I began to have more conversations about black history and racism, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and, and what it actually means to be anti-racist, um, which then led me on to reflecting on my practice as an early years practitioner um, and how I could become an anti-racist practitioner. And then discovering the wonderful Liz Pemberton and her company, The Black Nursery Manager. Now, The Black Nursery Manager is an anti-racist training and consultancy business for early years. Um, she has a large social, social media presence, but also works directly with local authorities and individual settings to promote the, the best anti-racist practice. Um, I have followed her on every social media platform I can, and she often provides free guides and, and recently uh, a free anti-racist training course. Um, all of which I found extremely useful. Um, within her training, she talks about embracing all cultures, um, embedding a culture of belonging and, and using diverse resources. Um, so I can see that many earlier settings should be ensuring that more races, cultures and ethnicities had more access to books with characters that they could relate to. So while I also bared in mind while collating my other packs to ensure that there was intersectional um, representation. I set out to collate the Celebrating Cultures pack with the idea that it would represent children from or, or introduce them to, unfortunately, in some areas, as many different cultures, races and beliefs as possible. Um, and this pack contains books such as uh, The Many Colours of Harpreet Singh by Supriya Kelker, which is a book about a boy who, who uses the colours of his outfits and his patka or, or his turban um, to express his moods. So it's a really great book for opening up discussions about expressing emotions uh, as well as exploring Sikhism. And it also contains the wonderful Dame Fluella Benjamin's book, Coming to England, um, telling the true story of her experience traveling from Trinidad to London as part of the Windrush generation. Um, and it's a great resource to support any mm. child who's moved house, um, as well as Fluella's experiences when she first arrived, um, providing a starting point for conversations about racism. Um, and The Proudest Blue by Olympic medalist Ibtahaj Mohammed, which also explores racism and is a story of a girl overcoming the bullying that she faces um, for wearing a hijab. Um, then there's Eyes That Kiss in the Corners um, by author Joanna Ho, who, who takes us on a young East Asian girl's journey in learning to love herself and especially her eyes um, just as she is and it has beautiful illustrations um, of East Asian traditions, uh, religious teachings and culture from illustrator Dung Ho and then there's The Best Diwali Ever by Sonali Shah um, exploring the magic and traditions of the Hindu Jain and Sikh festival of Diwali from a child's perspective. 
and My Hair by Hannah Lee, um, which explores the child's choice of how to style her afro hair for her birthday and, and is told in a wonderfully playful way. Um, and I highly recommend watching Hannah Lee read this book on YouTube if you get the opportunity. Um, she has such fantastic energy and, and uses props to truly bring her story to life. And then finally, we have Be Kind by Pat Zietlow Miller and We Are All Welcome by Alexandra Penfold and Suzanne Kaufman, which are both books um, illustrated with very diverse characters, which explore the themes of inclusion um, and what it means to be kind. And then we move on to our Understanding Disability Pack. Um, now, prior to working in early years, I actually spent 10 years working in support work um, with adults with various different disabilities um, and most of these years we're working with an incredible group of women um, with severe multiple physical and learning disabilities um, who I truly valued spending time with um, and I spent many hours supporting these women to access experiences in the community which was was truly rewarding um, and, and I loved doing. Um, however I became very aware that most of the public didn't know how to how to speak to people with disabilities. Um, people would either speak to me um, and completely ignore the person I was with, um, or ignore or avoid both of us, um, or or worst of all, um, completely ignore the person I was with, but ask me very intrusive and personal questions about that person. Um, often asking horrific questions like what was wrong with them um and I hate that question mm. and that, that that is how these wonderful women were viewed as having something wrong with them um so the understanding disability pack is designed to introduce what different disabilities are um how they may affect somebody and to give children with disabilities a voice in telling other children how they want to be treated um, and just as I was talking about the, the kind of questions the women I worked with were subjected to, um, James, James Catchpole and Karen George um, also are also challenging um, facing these kinds of questions in their book, What Happened to You? Um, the lead character is a young boy with one leg who constantly faces being asked what happened to him. Um, and the author, James Catchpole himself, is a monoped. Um, and this book reflects his experience as a child and advocates his right and ability um, to just be able to play without having to answer these questions. Mm. Um, and then we have Through the Eyes of Us by John Roberts, which was written about the author's daughter and her friend who both experience autism, but in different ways. Um, which gives an excellent starting point for children to begin to understand that autism is a, is a spectrum. Um, and John Roberts has also written another book in this pact called See What I Can Do, which again is based on real life children um, telling their stories of their experiences of a wide range of different disabilities, including cystic fibrosis, dyspraxia, limb differences, ADHD, Down syndrome, and, and many, many more. Um, and what I really love about this book is that it gives children with lived experience, um, the opportunity to challenge some of the misconceptions that they face um, with some diagnoses or, or some disabilities. 
And next up, we have Steve Anthony's book, Amazing. Now, I absolutely love Steve Anthony's books. Um, my three-year-old daughter is a massive fan. Um, and his book, Amazing, is no exception. Um, it tells the story of a boy in a wheelchair um, playing with his friends and his amazing pet. Um, and shows how amazing and yet just like everyone else this boy is um, which is a similar theme in Mighty Mila by Katie Petrozelli which illustrates how Mila a young girl with um, cochlear implant hearing devices based on the author's daughter is very much just like any other young girl and um, striving for independence but still needing the support of her parents with some things um, and we have a truly unique book in the Black Book of Colours by Menina Cotton and Rosanna Faria, which has been extremely popular with the settings that have received it so far. Um, it's written from the perspective of Thomas, who can't see, but describes how he perceives colours. Um, and, and each page in the book is black with white writing. But when you explore the pages with your fingers, you discover raised line drawings and Braille illustrating what Thomas is describing, which is such a wonderfully immersive way for children to explore what it might be like um, to lose your sight and how to use your other senses. Um, Yasmin Ismail's book, um, Specs for Rex, also explores sight, um, but it's a bit more of a playful look at the importance of wearing glasses if you need them. Um, and finally, Alexandra Strick and Steve Anthony worked together with um, young contributors in the incredible book, You Can, um, written for children by children, um, sharing their, their beautifully positive messages um, to support young children through childhood. Um, the illustrations by Steve Anthony are fantastically inclusive um, and he ensured that by working with inclusive minds and young inclusion ambassadors to ensure that every child could see themselves reflected in the pictures so that's that's all our packs Brilliant. all our fantastic books um, but I'm always very interested to hear about new books that fit our themes so if any listeners spot any gaps or know of any good books then then please do get in touch what a wonderful collection of books, and and each categorised in in its own in its own section, and and what a wonderful testament to your father. I'm sure that from from the great beyond, he must be looking very proud at what you're building, Cat. And long may that continue. Obviously, uh, I'm I'm assuming that people can can contact you if they want a particular section of the books because you talked about three specific sections and they mm -hmm. can contact you and get each whichever section they want or maybe all of them. But um, finances are tight, so I'm going to ask a question that probably every head teacher who's listening to this podcast is going to be thinking. So, how much do they cost? Okay. So this is the best bit. Um, each pack is worth around £70 at recommended retail price. But I feel strongly that um, as a nation, we are promoting equity, diversity and inclusion, especially with the current government stance on diversity and inclusion and the recently published hate crime statistics, which show a significant rise in racially motivated, religious, 
uh, disability, sexual orientation and, and transgender hate crimes. Um, I feel that in this current climate, it is imperative for children to have access to books that they can see themselves in um, and that support them in not only accepting themselves, but in accepting others. Um, so I provide these packs to earlier settings for free. Um, I have worked to involve many different publishers to secure getting the books in the packs at reduced costs. Um, currently, we have eight publishers on board, uh, including Macmillan's Children's Books, HarperCollins Publishers, Scholastic and, and Walker's Books. Um, and I'm also constantly engaging in fundraising and funding applications to meet my goal of providing one pack per setting for the whole of the UK. Wow. <laughs> wow. There's 80,000 early year settings in the UK. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to use this opportunity to mention that if any of your lovely listeners would like to support what Sandy Stories is doing, we currently have a crowdfunder set up, which is seeking to raise £10,000 to fund another 150 packs for settings on my waiting list. Um, it's running until the 15th of November, and I greatly appreciate each and every donation from so many fantastic supporters. Thank you, Kat, for all you're doing. It's a, it's amazing work, and it's a wonderful thing to work towards to so that every setting can get one of these these sets. That's, that's I, I, all power to you because we need to do this. And and before we talk about um, you know how people can get in touch with you to get things uh, to get some of these books and and to help you with your crowdfunding. Um, before we get on to that, I just want to say that um, if we're going to ever crack this these terrible crimes that are going on at the moment, whether that be racial crimes or uh, or crimes against, well, men, women, all different identities, we've, we've got to work with our young children, haven't we? Because it's all Absolutely. about acceptance, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I feel that that acceptance needs to be embedded from an early age in order for us to tackle it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I come from a generation where... Um, it it was a lot different when I was a boy, a lot lot different, and it was and it was unhelpful. But it was where it was at that time. Now we're coming through. We're seeing so many wonderful changes for the better, but yet we keep slipping back. And and I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what's causing that. Whether that's past prejudices or um, something that's working its way through. But we've got to stop it. And the only way we can stop it is to work with our very young. So uh, all power to you. And long may your work continue. And long may your dad's name be connected to such a wonderful project. Now, if there are head teachers, governors who listen to this podcast, if they want to get in touch with you and talk to you further or get in touch with you about your crowdfunding, where are the best places to come? Um, you can find Sandy's stories on Twitter. Um, Facebook and Instagram um, and if you're looking for our crowdfunder if you go to the crowdfunder website and then there's a find a project section and search for Sandy stories you should find us there um, and I look forward to hearing from anyone that I can help um, and I'm truly grateful for any support that anyone is able to offer. Well, there we are, listeners. It's half term now, so there's plenty of time for you to get on there and find this these these wonderful resources because they're waiting for you. If you've missed anything, don't worry. Always go, as always, go into that text 
of this podcast. You'll see you just one click away from Katrina. Get get on there. Get onto this wonderful Sandy stories because they are wonderful and you need to get in front of them and you need to get them in your schools now. Well, that's it for another week, folks. Captain Dave and Eddie will be back again soon with another Launchpad. They'll have more great guests, more places to see and more interesting things to share on the learning journey. So, until next week, be kind, be respectful, and always remember to dream, believe, and shine. (laughs) 